The following Outlaw Radio audio presentation is parody. Please be a grown-up and accept the following program as it is intended. Some elements of Outlaw Radio may not be suitable for uh, anyone. There may be occasional content that offends you or that you find irrelevant. If that is the case, we are doing our job. Accordingly, listener discretion is advised. Outlaw Radio is not for everybody, but neither is Kim Chi. Doohickey, you know, the doohickey that rolls. Hi, this is Meatloaf. Okay, kids, you know what time it is? You know what time it is? It's Outlaw Radio time! This is Sean Young on Outlaw Radio. <laughs> hey, this is Shelley Berman on Outlaw Radio. Listen, come on, listen to me or listen to Matt. It, if you like being bored, it's great for you. <laughs> it's Robert Hayes. I'm here on Outlaw Radio with Magic Matt, a.k.a. The Weasel. We are here to drink. We're here to smoke. We're here to interrupt. You may drink. You may smoke. You may interrupt, but I'm here to f- Live from the Lighten Up Lounge, this is Tom DeLuise saying, this is Outlaw Radio. Hi, this is Chuck Woolery at Lighten Up Lounge on Outlaw Radio. Lots of fun, guys. Be back. Two and two. Hi, this is Gilbert Gottfried, and you're listening to Outlaw Radio, where we smoke, we drink, and occasionally we bother people who look old and weak. Hi, this is Rick Dees with Magic Matt, a.k.a. Mr. Cigar, in the Lighten Up Lounge. We drink, we smoke, we interrupt. Uh-huh. We have a really cool guest today on the show. If you're over the age of 50, you've seen him, you've seen him. If you're around a TV... If you're around the movie theaters, you've seen this man, his name, James McEachin. And uh, it's an esteemed pleasure to have this man who fought for our country. And I, I kid you not, I'm not overhyping this. I mean, there's not a TV show that was worthy of watching that he was not in. Yeah. Including Play Misty for Me, Clint Eastwood, and a couple John Wayne, the Duke movies. James McEachin in uh, a few minutes. In he fact, in, in, in this segment here on Outlaw Radio. He was in Hello, Dolly, too. Man. Oh, yeah. He was he was in every g- g- good production. And he's a decorated war hero, Silver Star, yeah. Purple Heart. No, he's... Uh, anyway, I love this man. I think we got a wild one in James McEachin in just a few minutes. But first, my gay entertainment friend, and I only preface that by telling you that, yes, I lean to the right... But old Magic Matt has friends who are gay. See? Disproving that myth. What's the myth? We don't like gay people. We do like gay people. We like all people as long as they're not idiot sticks. Gar Lester, get to this story because you've been champing at the bit. Something bad happened to you. Get it off your chest from Barstow. I mean, Bakersfield. I mean, Bakersfield. First of all, hello to everybody. I, okay. I, if, you, if you take a second, 
Let me introduce it all, friends. No, no. Yeah, we don't. We don't have a second. Guard, just uh, right. get on with it, and we'll see if we do at the end of the story. So, what came right, down so, there in the in the always friendly town that I have found to be friendly, Bakersfield, Cali. It, 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 it was as awful as it could be. We were in a, in a buffet, and these people, and I'm not going to, you know, I, I will play the race card at this time. Now, Gar, Gar Lester, Gar Lester, you're not going to tell me it was awful as can be because the interior was not painted mauve. You're not. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. So Gar, Gar, it happened. It happened in a restaurant in Bakersfield. Go ahead. Yep. Yep. And and they had a kid that was screaming, terribly screeching, running around, and Curtis walked by them in the buffet. And now hold on, hold on a second. Curtis is your spousal equivalent. Curtis, you're uh, twenty-nine years. Twenty-nine years together. Okay. Go ahead, Gar. And so the lady says, do you have a problem with this? And Curtis says, yeah, a little bit. Yes, uh, same, same. the F words came out. By, by the way, by the way, Gar, same thing I would say. In fact, I would probably be less diplomatic than uh, your buddy there. Well, everybody, let, let me share this with you. You know, we were there, we had our dinner, and they came by and started again. And the woman started with the racist and, and all this kind of stuff. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on a second. She came over to your table? She went out of her way to your table to berate you? Yes. Okay. Racist? And why yes. why is she calling you a racist? What color is she? Um African American. Okay, okay, because she's a black woman than any white man or woman that has a problem with her screaming friggin' kids that she should keep under control as a good mother, uh, then you're a racist because she, but she asked you the question, did she not? She asked you, is this bothering you? Well, no, then she asked a question, she asked a question, then she threw a drink at Curtis. Whoa. I got up to try and de-escalate situation. Wow. She threw a hot plate of food at me. Whoa! Whoa! Were the cops called? No, the cops wouldn't come. Now, wait a second. So cops were called? No, because they wouldn't come. This is, this is what we live in today. Yeah. This is where we live today. They wouldn't have come. Now, wait, we, well, live in the east, we live in the easy on crime they, society. So, so they didn't, you didn't call because your your feeling is that they would not have come for such a, uh, well, in their their eyes, a ridiculous thing. It ain't a murder, right? Uh, hold on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put Tranny on for one second. Okay. <laughs> Who is this? Tra- put Tranny on? Jamie. What did, oh, Jamie. Okay. Yeah, I never know what's going down there in Bakersfield. No, you don't know. No. Hey, Matt, Matt, yes. This is Sandy. She has an opinion. Hold on one second. Yeah. Uh, Wait, a woman with an opinion? Sandy. Here in, Sandy. in Bakersfield. Yes, Sandy. They would not have come because the only reason they come out to a call is if you tell them that you've seen a weapon. Oh, okay. Interesting. Now, so, that hot plate of food could have been considered a weapon. Of course. No, no, no. Do, do you understand that by law, water splash? in your face is considered weapon? Yeah, ashtrays are considered weapon. That's my sister. Of course you know that. But I have hot food thrown at me. Too much stuff going on there. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, the, the, the was good... Was it tasty? Well, yeah, well, how did it taste? I mean, did, did she hit you in the head? 
No, 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 you don't. No, no. He's this Gar Lester is a is a good guy. He's not looking for trouble. And if posed with a question, is my kid screaming bothering me? I would say, yeah, absolutely. Get the little mud out of here. <laughs> well, all right, so now, now, now let me tell you, there's a Filipino family next to us. Oh no, Filipinos! Yeah, I love, I love the Filipinos. Slow it down, slow it down, slow it down. The listener gets nothing out of this if they can't understand the conversation. So Filipino neighbors sitting there, and what happened? Yeah. So they tried. They, they brought us napkins and water oh. and asked us if we were okay. Sweet. And the, and the, and the kids were so well behaved, it, was, it wasn't even funny. Yes, yes, because they, they have uh, they have major IQs and they work really hard in school. They also beat the hell out of their kids. No, no I'm kidding. No, they, <laughs> no, they no. have integrity. Give the man a cigar. Yeah. yeah. No, I'll tell you what. No, you're right. Tattoo Dave. They, they have a modicum of integrity. Yes, they still raise their children as they should be raised. Yes, yes. Good for those Filipinos. Here's to Filipinos everywhere. But, but so, so here's my question. Yeah. Here's my question to every outlaw listener. All right, Garless. Why is it? Why is it that it's okay for black people to do that? Why is the race card always played? Why can't they be respectful? And why couldn't a woman have said, "I'm sorry, my kid's bothering you." Yeah. Well, because there's such a thing as diplomacy that doesn't exist in this day and age, it's like it's like try, try try to get a little service on the phone with a financial uh, or even a, a restaurant for God's sakes. You know, there there is no service. No one has decorum. All bets are off. And I, if I may be so bold and really go out on a ledge here, it's the left. It's the left. Ask that broad who she voted for. I I guarantee it wasn't Trump. I guarantee you. And it has nothing to do with the color of her skin, but it has everything to do with her lack of decorum. Bingo. Yeah. And we're easy on crime. Yeah. Well, you, well yeah. of course, of course, yes. And by the way, I won bingo twice in the last 20 seconds. Yeah, yeah this is a good day. All right. Hey, Gar Lester, thank you for checking in. I'm well, sorry. Right. I am I sorry go. that happened to you. Wait, before but, I go, yes. we want to invite you to do a live show in our backyard. Okay. All right. Well, as long as you paint the backyard mauve. Yep. What yeah. is a live show? I love you, brother. I love everybody that's on Outlaw Radio. All right. Ronnie show if you're listening yeah. i love you too hey we got we got the great james mckeechan on the show today he's been in every you know james mckeechan i sure do scotty yeah yeah, yeah. did you say scotty yeah. i don't know what that means i don't know what that means either but gar lester ladies and doorman on outlaw radio i man i love that guy and let me explain now why is he still there Laura? he uh, said he loves you too oh i love him i love him as well let me explain to Lori what a live show is it's when we broadcast from a location oh. and it's live on the air oh, i didn't know we were going to bakersfield <laughs> i did I, Lori, Lori, i'm with you when he said that i thought what kind of a show is he gonna put on <laughs> yeah. I, 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 <laughs> oh is that what, a puppet show back there what? oh is oh, that what you heard do a live yeah. show for us oh is that what you yeah. heard that's what i, that's what I <laughs> thought what i'm like what's Lori, happening no, here you know i think they banned those shows in san francisco I think Not we're, Bakersfield. Yeah. <laughs> no. I was a little concerned. Uh, okay, okay. A couple details we got to get to before uh, James McKeishan uh, gets in here. Uh, and let me, if you're scratching your noggin, well, I don't know. Gosh, I don't know his name, Matt. You don't have to know his name. Let me tell you some of the stuff that he was in.
Oh, wait a second. Hold on. Okay. How about, uh, I'll just name, I'll name five. McMillan and Wife, The Rockford Files, Ironside, Play Misty for Me, Adam 12, Mannix. Okay, that's six. And that's ju- that's a thumbnail sketch of this man who hates acting and hates Hollywood. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he does, man. You know why? Because he's a smart man. James McKeachin is one of the more intelligent guys that I've ever had the pleasure of knowing for almost 30 years now. He's still asking me when I'm going to leave you so he can take me with him. Well, that was a long time ago, hey. so what are you waiting for, Laura? Hello. <laughs> Hello. 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 <laughs> All right. Couple details. Um, I want to say happy birthday to my friend Rodney Allen Rippey. Oh, yeah. Speaking of black guys. Oh, boy. Well, it's a, there's a theme to this show today. Yep. <laughs> it's like it's like almost a black murderer in Bakersfield. Uh, James McKeachin is on the show. Mm-hmm. And my buddy, Rodney Allen Rippey, uh, turns, I don't know what he turned, but I think he's, uh, he's certainly in his 50s now. Jumbo Jack. Yeah. Lori, Lori, you got a couple of those Rodney little ditties? Okay, let's hear Rodney Allen Rippey, our friend. Happy birthday. Oh, if this doesn't make you happy. And if this doesn't make you hungry. Come on. There's a world out there just waiting for you. Yeah. So much to see and so much to do. That's Rodney singing. Don't get upset. 54. Don't have a cow. I guess have a cow, right? Because that's what they serve. This is the money shot. Easier. And then comes... Those are the good old days when I was just a youngin. All right, enough of that, Laura. Let's go to Rodney number two. And he's never been number two in my book. Rodney Allen Rippey. Oh. Yeah? What's going on there, Laura? Not sure. Yeah. Well-oiled machine. Oh, Jack Outlaw in the box today. Kind of hitting enter. Did you? Yeah. Oh, did you? I actually did. Yeah. I got their egg roll and I got a hamburger. But oh, egg those egg rolls. You can't beat their egg rolls. Those egg rolls are good. Those are the best. Yeah. And the tacos. It's just not working. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I, I use that thing every day of the week, and it's, it n- never screws up on me. Yeah, we don't yeah. need that one again. No, I know. It just like did a weird thing. But anyway, I'm coming back. You're, you're what? I'm coming back. Here we go. Okay. Hi. What's your name? Oh. What a well, cute I did kid. that commercial, a jumbo jack cost about 99 cents. Yep. Since then, a lot has changed. But right now, for a limited time only, you can get a Jumbo Jack for that same old price. Just 99 cents for a thick beef patty, fresh lettuce, tomatoes, and pickles. Then that's some Jumbo good? Jack. Delicious. That's one thing that hasn't changed. Rodney. Makes that two things. That's his mother. Arthur and Zarkis Forth at Jack in the Box. Let me tell you, oh, and then, and then mm-hmm. the little tagline is by my buddy from the Partridge family, who was the most cynical guy I've ever known in my life, Dave Madden. And I loved him. He played Reuben Kincaid. <laughs> and man, there would have been no Partridge family if there wasn't a Reuben Kincaid and Danny Partridge. I mean, that made, in my opinion, that made the show. Reuben Kincaid was her manager. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, the funniest. Yeah. Paul Sorvino, Dedhams. Oh, oh, so we, talking about we celebrate a birthday, and Paul Sorvino, 
Uh, he and I sang a song at the Monkey Bar so many years ago in New York City in Midtown Manhattan. I found him to be one of the more affable guys. Yep. Hey, Lori, I, yeah. maybe I get this wrong, but didn't you know Paul? I did know Paul. And how, you were you were a Broadway dancer, and uh, and you and him went at it or something? No, I just met him. He was very kind to me. Yeah. You're, you're thinking of uh, Danny... Uh, yeah, the the dude from uh, SNL who who also passed away. I no. met Paul Servino. No, 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 no. The guy from uh, SNL is of Lori. No, no, no. Danny um... Trejo. He's alive. No, I'm not talking about yeah. him. I'll think Bonaducci, of his name. He's alive. Yeah, Danny Bonaducci. There's no Danny from SNL that I, Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd, who's I knew alive. Dan Aykroyd also, but yeah. this was Danny. Uh, it starts with an A. His I last name. I I L O. I L O. Oh. He's not so, SNL. So, so no, he, he's not. I never said SNL. Oh. So we all heard it? I think so. Okay. So Paul, uh, what? About really you said it. I met him in the valley here. Somebody said it. Yeah. I met him in the San Fernando Valley at a place called Paladino. Paul Servino. Paul Servino. At a dive bar here in the San Fernando, San Fernando valley, valley in Southern California, I, spitting distance from Hollywood, I'm California. I was sitting at the bar and he's sitting next to me. Yeah. And he said, oh, I started talking about Goodfellas. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. What a hell of a nice place. He was, he man. Was. He was a sweetheart. God rest his soul. Uh, yeah. And Leave It to Beaver star Tony Dow. Mm. Uh, he's a wait. He's alive. Oh. He's a, no. He's uh, no. This oh. just. He's, no. He's alive. It, is it a hoax? Wait. Story? Wait. Is he? He's alive again. Oh. All right. Tony Dow officially uh, dead. Long live the beef. And how many years have I been saying that? Huh. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. For years. Thank God. But Tony Dow. <laughs> you know, we were supposed to have the beef on the show a couple of years back. We met him over at the Smokehouse across from Warner Brothers in Burbank, and I spent a few minutes with him. I have his phone number. We never booked him on the show. I. How would you describe him, Lori? Is there a descriptive word regarding uh, Jerry Mathers? Well, he's a little out there. He's a little angry. You know, he's... Uh, he's a little dead now. Not, not no, easy he's to approach. totally alive, Mark. Oh, they're talking about the... the yeah, the yeah. beef. Oh, Long live the beef. Oh. Jerry Mathers yeah. the beef. Yeah. 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 He's a little standoffish. Yeah. And rude. Uh, yeah. Do you think the Beave and his wife, whenever they're in bed, he would say, you know, please, please say I love the I love the Beave? <laughs> Do you think that ever happened? Yes. No. Let me tell you why. Because they're not 17 <laughs> like my own self. That's why. Mm-hmm. But so we never booked a guy because... Uh, yeah, I don't know. A little off. I, I couldn't. I could, angry. Yeah, yeah. A little bit. Full of himself and so angry, an nasty. Angry yes, yes. And I'll tell you what. There's I've, nothing. I've met some of those. Nothing angry better, people. by the way. The crazier they are, huh? Right? Huh? Yeah. They'll certainly. Uh, they'll certainly make you sweat. Oh man. Uh, and uh, and before we we bring on. James McEachin, the legendary actor James McEachin, who, as I understand it, has a new tome. Not only that, he oh. wrote a book that is books. now yeah. out on the shelf. Well, on the shelf, there's only one bookstore <laughs> in America. It's in a mobile wagon. Yeah, but you you could grab this thing in uh, your local Amazon, which is uh, at your fingertips, and we'll get to that in a few minutes. And, and P.S. If it's a James McEachin book, it's going to be good. 
Yeah. I mean, you're going to like it. Yeah. This guy is... See, this is why he's had enough of Hollywood. Even though he's been in every TV show and damn near every movie. Two Clint Eastwood movies. Two John Wayne movies. A fireman in New York, he, by the way. He, what? A fi- he, yeah, a fireman. it was a fireman in New York. In New York. <laughs> he served our country in the Korean War. <laughs> but he's a smart man. That's why... That's why he can't stand Hollywood or the Hollywood ilk. Now, if I'm wrong and I'm talking out of school, he will dispute that when he comes in here in about seven minutes. Uh, and before we go to break, I I want to go on record as saying that just when I'm on the verge of going cynical about our society, I see an old woman smile and give up her seat to a pregnant man. <laughs> Yay! 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 And finally, before we go to break, uh, a contest in the works. This is a contest on YouTube. And I have decided to give away cash for the first correct answer, but you must subscribe to Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio on YouTube. And there are imitators. There are there's fakery, fakery going on. Fakers. You have to punch in Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio on YouTube to get the real dyed in the wool, the one that's been around for a gazillion years. Outlaw Radio, Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio. The contest is mm. all about a number nine. What, Laura? I'll say it's all about a number. She turned into the beaver. Yes, she did. And, uh, no, the, <laughs> What's going on? No, if you notice, the beaver never overtalked Tony Dow. <laughs> Angry uh, beaver. The number, an angry beaver. Lori hey, <laughs> hey. Downey Jr. That's an angry hey, beaver. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> the number is 9251-9251. The contest is, what is the meaning of that number to me? 9251. We've had several guesses so far, all of them incorrect. Subscribe to Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio on YouTube. Oh, I see Mark C.G. Boy over there looking it up on his phone. Oh, like there's somehow wow. you're going to punch that in. I'm going to win. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to win this. Yeah. Nurse Ratchet, I'm going to win this contest, <laughs> Nurse Ratchet. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe he's first on the I phone know. punching in. Let's see, 9251. That, is, that, is it a tattoo on your well, wrist? No. Ca- Matt, there's not. capital, there's cash involved, so... Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, Mark C.G. Boyer's in there right away. Do you know? The number, no, my brother Mark doesn't know. No Nobody idea. knows except me. And, and Mark. And soon Mark C.G. Boyer. No, and whom? Whom, Laurie? And Mark. No, Mark doesn't know. He's cheating. No, he can cheat he all can't he find, wants. He can't find it. This is one of those contests where you cannot find on the web. I'm oh, liking okay. this contest. 9251 yeah. is the number. What is the personal meaning of that number to me? Subscribe to Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio on YouTube. Answer in the comments below. First correct answer wins cash. Wow. And I, yeah. Yeah. Who's paying? Well, uh, don't worry about that. Have, yeah. <laughs> it's another birthday today, too, Matt. That oh, you, it is? oh, who are we missing? Our father. Oh, Dad? Gary Shearer. Gary! 80 years old today. Happy birthday. Wow. B- okay, that wasn't supposed to happen. I know. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. It's Evans. I know, man. Happy birthday to my father, the most talented musician in the history of music. 100%. Yeah. One-man band who is incredible. And P.S., 
my favorite father of all time. <laughs> Gary, happy birthday. We'll be this after back with the legendary James McEachin next on OutlawRadioLive.com. Gotta get up, gotta get out, gotta get home before the morning comes. What if I'm late, gotta be day, gotta get home before the sun comes up. Back to the exciting climax of our story. This is Legendary Outlaw Radio. Why, Captain Drummond. Miss Miller. Magic Matt Allen.